Welcome to the Warner Brothers Podcast. My name is Keenan Joy. by my brother Kyle in person About time. on video for the first time. I haven't been in person to do a podcast together. About a year. Maybe even over, but it's been a long, long time since we've done it. Kyle, how's your how does it feel being here in Tennessee? Feels great. It's home away from home. Yeah, of course. Um I'm enjoying myself. I had a rough weekend. <laughs> Uh, if we want to call it that, in the uh, in the gambling side of things, yep. very rough weekend actually. Like not the way I want to spend my <laughs> holiday season. <laughs> but I mean, hey, we had a lot of good games. We had a lot of crazy moments. Um, we've seen some stuff iron itself out in the playoff picture. Yeah, I'm very eager to talk about the uh, the Niners and Ravens. But yeah, no, I'm doing well. I'm doing yeah. well considering the uh, that was my worst weekend I've had. In the football season, as far as uh, like I said, gambling purposes, yeah. but everything's good. Christmas was good. It's great to be here with the family. How you doing? How you feeling? I'm. It's feeling. I'm feeling good. Absolutely, being here. This wasn't not one of my most profitable weeks of the year either. Uh, this week was one of the least predictable weeks. Kind of. I mean, the NFL's never predictable, but I guess seems to be extra unpredictable once you get to the end of the season. Once you get yeah. to like week. Really past Thanksgiving, that stretch run. Yeah. It's really, I mean, like you said, it's always unpredictable, but especially Thanksgiving on. It seems like it gets really unpredictable. Yeah, absolutely. But I want to just hop in to Niners, Ravens, or Ravens, Niners, I should say, in San Fran, 33 to 19 beat down. I know they came back a little bit at the end, but it really was Ravens dominating after that first drive that, Purdy threw a pick. What were your thoughts during that game? And does this change your mind at all on the 49ers and or Ravens? On the Ravens side of things a little bit. Um, I was in and out of sleep quite a bit during that game. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, Obviously Purdy did not have a great game. Uh, Sam Darnold almost led them back at the end. We'll get to that later. Uh, Niners, it doesn't really change anything for me. I still think they're the best team in the league by far. And uh, that's kind of crazy to say, even after a beatdown. But, I mean, like I said with Dallas, every dog has its day. That mm-hmm. was the Niners' worst loss. And even then, they really had a legit chance with Darnold at the end. They had third and one from the one. To and make it a one-possession game, yeah. They handed off to McCaffrey there. Even if he gets stopped, you're going to have one more chance at the one-yard line. And uh, they run a play action, get it back from the 10, and then, you know, they didn't complete it, and game's over. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, great showing for the Ravens. If you would have told me the Ravens won – by three, you know, by one score or less, cool. But for them to win by double digits and for their defense to dominate that way on the road, as red hot as the Niners came in, I was pleasantly surprised, you know, because that's their signature win in a season where they've had good wins against the Rams and the Lions and and so forth. Uh, I thought that was the Ravens' signature win. Lamar did his thing. Uh, He didn't wasn't necessarily explosive, 250 for two touchdowns. But, I mean, look, it's going to be another week of where we switch – MVPs, carousel. Last week it was Purdy. Now Purdy's trash. Now, now it's Lamar, who's gonna be MVP going into Week 17 here. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. It didn't change my mind too much. That's definitely obviously a Super Bowl preview. Thought it was going to be a better game. Uh, gave you fireworks nonetheless. Yes. Um, I'm very intrigued how these last two weeks close out, but it doesn't change too much for me. I still think the Niners are the favorite. Uh, you got to be more confident if you're the Ravens. I mean, I said how I think they're coming out of the AFC, but they don't really mm-hmm. have that. They haven't solidified it yet for me. That would be it. That would be it. If you're, you know, heavy on the Ravens. I still have one team who I might put ahead of them right now, but they're right there. They're right in that 1A, 1B mix. What you think? For me, this game was kind of, it kind of went how I thought in the sense of the Ravens winning. It didn't go actually, I did not think five picks was going to happen between the Ravens and. Well, let me start over. I thought you were crazy because you had the score originally 29-22, I believe. And I thought it was insane that you'd even have the Niners not getting to 25, Mm -hmm. let alone 28. Yeah. And they didn't even get to 22. They got, you know, 19. And we know what happened. Like I said, the picks and everything. But, um, yeah, big statement. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're good. Um, I can explain a little bit of the reason why, and it kind of showed up. So, Ravens coming into the game, 50 sacks, tied for the second in the league. But they're only 18th in blitz pressure, which means they get home with four. So, they can drop seven back. Mm-hmm. which against the 49ers you need. You can't – when you blitz the 49ers, if you don't get home instantly, you've got Debo, you got Brandon Ayuk, you got George Kittle, you got Christian McCaffrey, even Jawan Jennings can make plays, and that is all one-on-one. And they're in one-on-one space. They're going to get open in 2.5 seconds. So if you don't get home, mm-hmm. that's going to happen, which is why I thought the Ravens would have a chance in this game because they could get home with only four. Jadavion Clowney played a big game. Kyle Hamilton was all over the field. Marlon Humphrey had a good game. And then offensively, Lamar is now 20-1 and against the NFC. 40 touchdowns to 8 picks only. 40 touchdowns total. He's just so tough to guard, and he's so tough to plan for when you've never seen someone of that ilk. Like, obviously, you don't have anyone who can replicate him so I just I thought that the Ravens were going to be able to beat the 49ers because I think they match up well and the league is about matchups. I would say to me they're co-favorites. I don't take too much away from the Niners right now. They lost. It happens. It's not the end of the world. They still are in pole position to get the one seed with the Eagles barely winning, the Cowboys losing. Uh, the Lions got a win, but everybody's in that same uh, the same like stature. Uh, record wise but to me it showed me more about the Ravens than it did about the 49ers people who think Brock Purdy's now trash I think that's a little ridiculous like he he's the MVP favorite last week now he's yeah, he's dropped I was out. gonna say Brock the Brock Purdy narrative all season in the mass sports media has been crazy he went from the MVP to should he get benched after a three-week bad spell to, oh my God, he is the lock for MVP, to now there's no reason why he should have ever even been in the conversation. Like, the conversation is this with Brock Purdy. He's a very good quarterback. He's not an elite quarterback, but he's a very good quarterback. When put in the situation and put in the system, working with Kyle Shanahan, he can put up elite numbers. Right now, we've got to see him in more adverse situations come through in those spots. You haven't seen too many of them, and he hasn't fared too well this season. That doesn't mean he can't. That just means he hasn't. So let him let him grow. He's played a season and a half worth of games, if that. 
Like we don't expect, we don't, you don't need to be Patrick Mahomes after a season and a half. Like just let him grow. Let him be him. He's still a very good quarterback. You're not many you would either take. Yeah. He's a young QB. I think yeah. that's the first loss that he's had with Debo and CMC. Yeah. That's their first loss together. So All together. Yeah. You're going to lose it. Better it be the number one seed in the AFC. Right. So <laughs> in the league right now, uh, after that win, I'm not too worried about it. Like I said, even if Darnold, doesn't come in. I honestly think Purdy at least cuts mm-hmm. it to fourteen there. Yeah, and uh, they march down with Darnold. I mean, they were talking before the year that Darnold, people were confident that he could be the number one. So I mean, if you're a Purdy detractor, I get it. I mean, it's the same mm-hmm. thing with Brady early on, or even Russell Wilson early on. Like, yeah, he's got all this talent around him. He might not necessarily be the uh, the whole reason for it. Sure, that's fine. Like, he's got a ton of talent. That's that's completely accurate. But he's also mm-hmm. not. You know, Jimmy G, who's limited, or someone yeah. like that. So, you know, I mean, that's just that's just media talk. Like you said, we were at the bowling alley earlier, yeah. and they had, I don't know if it was first. It wasn't first. Uh, first it, was, it was one um, of the Fox Speak. It was shows. Speak, Emmanuel Acho, Joy Taylor, James Jones, and LaShawn McCoy. And they said, is, is, is Purdy holding back the Niners? And what, that was their fourth loss, third loss? It was their fourth loss. Last year, they got to the NFC Championship game, and they lost the game because Brock Purdy wasn't there. Like, I'm not saying they would have won the game definitively, but they lost it because they lost three quarterbacks and Christian McCaffrey had to suit up a quarterback. That's You're not winning a game like that. Only way they're not making the Super Bowl is if Purdy or someone gets injured or Debo mm. or McCaffrey. I think they're going to walk to the Super Bowl. Not walk necessarily, but look, I've said it. It would take the Cowboys A-plus game to beat the Niners, and it would take the Eagles A game probably to beat the Niners. Yes. Uh, you know, Eagles are kind of limping around, but... I don't see anybody beating them before the Super Bowl. I think they I get there handily. Purdy's going to bounce back. He's going to have a good game next week. He'll probably have a good game against the Rams oh. if they still need that. Oh, game. he's he's playing so. the Commanders in Washington next week. They they might put up 40. Yeah, so like. if you need to bounce back, let's throw them against the Commanders in that <laughs> so. defense. I would look good against them playing quarterback, so <laughs> I ain't too worried about it. No, I'm really not. I'm I not. And again, I can't speak too much about it because I was in and out of sleep, especially in the first half, mm-hmm. but... You know, from what I saw, Ravens obviously did their thing, but come on, Niners are explosive. You're gonna have every dog has its day. That's really what it is yeah. at the end of the day. And here's the thing: I would feel less confident in the Niners if I saw a dominant Eagles performance. They did not look dominant at all. They were up twenty to three at half, but it didn't even feel that way. They got a kind of weird field goal at the end of the half where Jalen Hurts ran, didn't get out of bounds, wasn't a smart play. But I think there was some weird penalty that ended up stopping the clock where they kicked a field goal. And then the second half, the Giants came back. Dallas lost to Miami. I mean, that was on a late second field goal, but they didn't look great against Miami. Uh, You have them. Then the Lions, offensively, they can compete with the 49ers. I think they could put up points with them. But the 49ers can get you a stop. I don't know if Detroit can get you a stop right now they have Aiden Hutchinson and then some good guys maybe but their defense isn't great that's the NFC like honestly to be honest with you the Rams might be one of the most formidable opponents just because it's a division opponent McVay knows that team Matt Stafford Cooper Cup Kyron Williams Puka Nakua Tyler Higby their offense can put up, and then obviously you have Aaron Donald, and their defense has been playing pretty well too. They might be one of the scarier matchups for the 49ers, and if you would have told me that six weeks ago, I would have told you you're crazy. It's true. It's true. You know, the Rams are shaping up to be a formidable opponent, especially mm-hmm. when you compare them to Dallas and yep. whoever's ahead of them, the Eagles. 
Uh, it looks like the Seahawks are going to get in, which I kind of predicted, but mm-hmm. I was a little worried about. But I, I think if the Rams, if it's the Cowboys, Rams, and Seahawks in the wild card, I think that's the absolute best we could get in the NFC. So if yeah. it stays chalk as it is right now, I think we're going to get some upsets on wild card weekend. I cannot wait. The way Tampa's um, looking right now against Dallas, that's not a that's not a shoot not win. A gimme. Not a Baker gimme. Baker Mayfield's getting his best 2021 Tom Brady performance. Like he is <laughs> looking all the part of what Tom was looking at at his like during some of his apex in Tampa. Like he's playing especially over the last few weeks. He's been playing phenomenal. That's our best 7 right yeah. there. If we can get that in the NFC, everything stays chalk. That's our best 7. Yeah. Not sure if we can say the same in the AFC. Um, it'll still be entertaining nonetheless. It looks like the Bills will officially get in. I think they'll handle business. They got the Pats this week, obviously, then the Dolphins. Listen, they might get the they might get the one seed. So good. They I was gonna say the Bills. I mean the one seed, the division rather. Uh the Bills put the Patriots. The I think that game might be a little closer just because Bill likes to play against the Bills. Or Bill likes to play against the Bills, but I don't see them upsetting them again. And then the Dolphins see the Ravens. The Ravens clinch the one seed with a win. I understand it's in Miami, but as right now, I'm favoring Baltimore. And then they play week 18, and that's that must, for the division. That must be the Sunday night game? Ravens-Dolphins? Uh, I honestly think the Sunday night game's Green Bay and Minnesota. I don't think it is that game. I'm going to check real quick. I believe that is just the 425 game. And they, and God they don't think they, they put Ravens Dolphins. Yeah, the yeah. one of the most important games of the entire season. Lamar. I mean, it's, you know, honestly, this all but solidified to me even more that I mean, if you want to put Lamar as number one, fine, but we can't do the carousel every single week of a new QB. We can't say it's Dak two weeks ago, Purdy last week, and then now it's Lamar Jackson all of a sudden. And I get it, Lamar's been in that in and out kind of phase, but. Mm. To me, it's still CMC or Tyreek. Obviously, Tyreek might not get 2K, but I think those two, barring Tyreek's injuries, and CMC, I believe, missed one game. But I think, barring injuries, those two have been the most consistent the entire year. So, yeah. I mean, you know, we'll see what happens these last two weeks. Two weeks could be an eternity in the NFL, as we know. So, So I, I agree. It should be those two and Lamar, to me, in your top three. Um. So they they don't play at four twenty five, Kyle. They play at one. Just a one o'clock. They game. just play it. Well, they play at one o'clock with like is, nine other games. So it's Packers Vikings. Packer Vikings is your late night game, which I don't hate that late night game. But when you have Dolphins and Ravens, that sh- well, you know what's even worse is those two definitively might be out of the playoff picture now. Yeah. Whereas a week ago it didn't look that way. But the, the Vikings, Packers have to win out. The Ravens have uh, the Rams have to like lose a couple games, and same with the Vikings, like. Yeah, I have a lot of a lot of bones to pick, if you want to call it that, with yeah. the uh, with the schedule makers, because it doesn't seem like anything's been flexed out of Sunday night. I know the Pats and Chiefs got flexed out of the Monday night game, mm-hmm. which that was the first one to ever do that, whatever. But Sunday night, we've had a few that should have been flexed, and a few's being nice. And this when it's be playoff time, come on, there's no reason why we shouldn't have Tua, Tyreek, Lamar Jackson. For the number one seed, essentially. Come for the on. number one seed, um, somewhat for the MVP, because obviously if Tyreek went for like 210 on that Ravens defense, that might be an MVP moment. Maybe mm-hmm. him not even getting 2,000 because he missed a game like that. So, and it's not like we didn't know the Dolphins were good a couple weeks ago. Like you could have flexed this out 
honestly, at the beginning of November. Like week 10. <laughs> you could have flexed this out the beginning of November. You would have been just fine. Um, so a little bit, not a fully. I was thinking about Lamar's season this year, and he hasn't been leading fully. I mean, he leads in rushing yards for quarterbacks. He hasn't led in passing touchdowns. It was somewhat this season for him reminded me of AI's 2000-2001 season. AI took the league more so by storm in that season, but the reason why I'm saying that is defensively, you've got a stellar defense. Obviously, Dikembe won Defensive Player of the Year that year. Uh, They were top 10 or top to top 8 steals, blocks, defensive efficiency, points per game. So there were that. Then offensively, it was really just AI go he averaged 31 that year, but when you go to like player efficiency, you go to win shares, those second-level stats, he wasn't going to be in your top three or five. He was really more so in your top eight to ten. But how great AI was got him to 56 and 26, really showed how great his season was, and is showing Lamar's offensively. I know you might disagree with this a little bit, but Lamar offensively doesn't have another Pro Bowler healthy right now because Mark Andrews is injured. But it's like just his magic makes a lot of plays like that 31 yard run to end the half to get him them into field goal range. It was those are the type of plays that Lamar makes that just kind of if you're going to make a case for him to be the MVP, I think that's where you would go with it. And that was kind of the comparison I drew. It's not exact because AI was great that year. Don't get me wrong. AI that he was in my top 15 of the merger for the MVPs like he was great that year, but. You were a whole four years old in 2001. I, yeah, I mean, I was a whole four years old. So, I mean, I do extensive research, though. So. <laughs> I mean, um, I don't, you know, you obviously didn't watch Bird, but you know what Bird did. You know how sure, great he was. Sure. I see what you're saying. Uh, I would say Iverson, in general, especially in his MVP season, is more explosive. That's and that's my that's my reason why Lamar wouldn't be MVP. Otherwise, he'd be my MVP going away as if he was what he was last night every game it's he'll have those type of games where he's got 300 all-purpose yards two or three touchdowns he'll have that and follow it up with like 181 and one touchdown or zero touchdowns um that's really the only reason why lamar is not my mvp going away because i think it's in pole position for him to run away with it since thanksgiving since week 10 i agree um and he's just kind of been less explosive whereas iverson if we're going to keep it with that comparison Mm -hmm. iverson you know i think he averaged like 31 that yeah it's 31 um so you know, he had his share of 40, 50 point games mm-hmm. really throughout his prime. I mean, oh, AI is another conversation for another day, but <laughs> AI was AI was disgusting, of course. But that that was kind of where I saw a little bit of a comparison between the Lamar and the AI seasons, just because of how they command so much on the offensive side of the foot or football and basketball when you're talking AI. I would say if you were to compare it compared to that step, that first MVP that Steph got, because he only averaged like twenty three, but they had what sixty seven wins or yeah, an insane they, amount of wins. Mm-hmm. Was it really sixty seven? Yeah, That's they went they about. went sixty seven and fifteen, seventy three and nine, sixty seven and fifteen with KD. Like they had like a regular season stretch that we probably won't see again for a while, maybe if ever, because of how players sit. Like they were entirely dominant over those three years in the regular season, and obviously. They won two championships, went to three. So I'd compare it to that one if we're going in NBA terms. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fair. As I say, I Steph like was the best player on best team. Like obviously, he was the engine that made that offense go. You had Clay, right. but you didn't really have any other like 
offensive superstar. Sean Livingston was fine. Leandro Barbosa was fine. Andrew Bogut could pass a little bit. This is when Draymond actually knew how to shoot and wasn't volatile. <laughs> like, he wasn't as volatile, I should say. He kind of was, but not as. He wasn't spinning back, fisting Nurkic. He was just more so trying to kick Serge Ibaka and LeBron. <laughs> so it was a little bit less. So, but There's a Draymond card, you know. We'll be able to record later on this week a little more, and I can't wait to talk NBA, Draymond in particular. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, look, there's a lot of good games this weekend. That one, I mean, I'm interested to see if that will play a part in the Super Bowl later on, if these are, yeah. in fact, the two teams we get. Um, I'd be interested if that changes what the line would be, because I still believe it would be Niners by three. I mean, they were favored, I Not, think, by I'm six going into this game. They were favored by point. six. I think the Ravens cut that in half. But if you favor Niners by three, I'm fine with that. Like, I that makes sense just because of how much talent they are, and you don't think that they're going to lose twice. You like, like not like that twice. They could yeah, lose twice, but out. they're not going to get beat up like that. And you saw, like, now you're like, okay, Nick Bosa knows. Okay, that's what Lamar Jackson's like. Fred Warner's like, okay. You have something to draw from it because you just saw it like if they play in the Super Bowl a month and a half ago. I have a question. Yes. Is Tim joining us? Because I know he might. I know he was kind of hung up. Um, I haven't seen if Tim's joining us. I don't believe so. All right. I don't reason, believe so. Reason why I ask is yep. because early in the season we did, I think it was quickly, I think it was off the top of our heads, but we did a top 10 list of quarterbacks. Yeah. And I think Tim was on board with me where I had Trevor Lawrence outside the top 10. Yep. And he might have had him just at 10, but he he agreed with me more so than you that like yeah. Trevor Lawrence just didn't cut it for me. And I've said that since his rookie year. Which yeah, you've unfair, said that for a while. Nope. Which was unfair you because said. of Urban Meyer. But since then, even still, I'm like, where are these games? Like Lamar, Lamar last night, 252 touchdowns. Where are these games for Trevor Lawrence? Mm-hmm. But then he has one. I mean, Tampa, Jacksonville, it's not like they had to travel far. This isn't a This isn't your typical road game. They didn't have a ton of travel and he couldn't even put up a single touchdown. Uh, yeah, maybe they did get that touchdown with him in the game. I can't remember, but it's they played like shit to say the least. And Trevor oh, Lawrence yeah. has yet to separate himself. Uh, He's done. He hasn't been like when you, when I go through the quarterbacks list, when I, yep, what I heard. that's the thing with Trevor. That's so hard. It's just, just the fact that when you said, okay, Peyton Manning, John Elway, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, Trevor Lawrence. Like, that was the conversation he was in his entire college collegiate career because he won the national championship, then won a bunch of games. He only lost, like, three games, I believe, in college. And so when he's in that conversation, I don't care. You have to judge him at a little bit different of a level. Like, you judge him in, like, the, or he's got to make elite plays, He's got to be like, you've got to have big time games from him, like really big time games. Year one, you can even set aside because we understand what that Urban Meyer year was. That was just a funky year. You just, it was kind of like Jared Goff's year aside. with Jeff. Fitt. You can set aside for most quarterbacks, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. I feel like quarterbacks oh, yeah. are judged too harshly, too quickly. I agree. I feel like quarterbacks really don't have, and coaches, by the way, don't have room to breathe. I mean, you for, I mean, to be fair, I've said it from the start with Justin Fields. Like, man, this guy can't really play. And I think he's improving a lot. And I yeah. think they should maybe even keep Justin Fields. Yes. Um, I think they should hold on to the head coach, too, Eberflus. I don't think, whether it's Fields or whether they have someone new, I think it would be a disservice to get rid of him. Because he's done nothing but improved. He hasn't been great. Yeah. He's a new coach. But he's 
certainly improved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also continuity matters in the league. Mm-hmm. Like when you become accustomed to something, they're finally getting an offense around Justin Fields that matter. It's like, okay, let's slow it down a little bit. Let's give him a couple reads instead of trying to get this extensive playbook and allow him to use his legs. Cause like he's not Lamar, but he's close with the electricity. Like he really like he 80 yards. I, more electric. I was going to say 80 yard runs for him is like not uncommon. Like he's liable to bust one at any point in time. So it's, pause but (laughs) but like he's he's just so talented in that aspect you can trade down that number one pick you might be able to draft marvin harrison jr obviously to pair with dj Moore, cole Cole commit and get a haul we've talked about it before but the bears are in good position and so i agree with you they could be right if they played everything the right way they could be in the conversation with the lions next year I get they really could. They really because they would have offensively, they have a lot, a lot of pieces. Defensively, you can sign more mantras, sweat you already have, and then you can grow around that. But I used to give quarterbacks three years your rookie year to kind of work out the kinks, your second year to learn, your third year. By that point, you were supposed to become an NFL starting quarterback. Not everybody is going to come into the league and be what CJ Stroud's been this year, which has been electric from week one. That just doesn't happen all that often. Those are semi-unicorns. Like, obviously, it's happened from time to time, but it's not common. Justin Fields, we've seen the – oh, Josh Allen's a great example of it. If you said Josh Allen after year one, you've been like, he's got some talent, but he's not great. And now we look at Josh Allen as easy a top-five quarterback, even in that top-three quarterback. He just improved a lot. And I think – Improved mentally. I think to take it take it back further to his rookie year, I mm-hmm. know this was a debate we had. I said they should have stuck with – Started Andy Dalton, which they did, mm-hmm. but I think they got rid of him after like three weeks, and then Fields started. Yeah, but in the case of someone like Fields, would have served him right to sit the whole entire season behind of Dalton. You know what I mean? Because he just didn't. He had the arm talent, but he's not accurate, and you know, reading mm-hmm. defenses is much different. So, I think there should be more of that. I mean, you see how it's worked out with the Packers. Jordan Love, you know, has him in position for the playoffs now. Oh, yeah. Um, after sitting for three years, I mean, his stats. What was it through Week Twelve? were the exact same as Aaron Rodgers through week 12 in his first season. Yeah. And that's not an accident that Green Bay's had success after success with, you know, Favre, Rodgers, and now Jordan Love. And they're going to stick. Even if Jordan Love was bad this year, they would have stuck with him next year. So you give, you give quarterbacks a chance to be bad and see how they, and see how they bounce back from it. But looping it back to where we're talking Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. It's Trevor Lawrence is looking like he's not the best quarterback in his own division. Like, like right now, I've said it before, not to cut you off, but Stroud, no. Stroud, what he's doing this year, that's what people would have expected out of Trevor Lawrence at his some first point, year, just given how they talked about him. You know what I mean? Especially this season. You've been in the league multiple times. You had his one big moment was the second half against the Chargers. Like the four touches. That touch was more in, of a team collapse. That to was, me. no, it was a team collapse. It was the same thing, like, when we're talking a little bit, it's obviously different, but Patriots, Falcons, the Patriots obviously had to make plays. The Falcons had to collapse. Yeah. They did both. But Brady and, was anchoring those drives. Oh, but like Brady, oh yeah. Brady, Brady was sensational. He was, he I'm not was saying old. Trevor Lawrence was bad, but to me, that was more like Brandon Staley, Chargers gaining an experience mm. and the Jaguars being talented enough to come back, you know? Yeah. 27 down. But I, I'm disappointed what I've seen in Trevor Lawrence thus far. I'm disappointed what I've seen out of like every quarterback that's not a top five quarterback and then insert CJ Stroud into that for the most part. Like you see 
like obviously the quarterbacks that are veteran quarterbacks now, Baker Mayfield has been making good plays. Obviously Jordan Love has been improving. So you've seen quarterbacks do that. But when you're talking elite, Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Lamar, Jalen Hurts, and even Jalen Hurts has been a little up and down, but I'm gonna I'm gonna attribute that more to the injury of his knee. He's been he hasn't been fully healthy, but still you've got to make more plays than what he's doing. Some of the decisions you can't you can't have that. Yeah, I mean, I said a couple of weeks ago, I forget who we we're talking about. I don't know if it was Stafford or somebody. Hurts is great. Just as a football player, Hurts, there's not many better than him. Yes. But Stafford's a better quarterback. Yeah. Uh, even, I just shit on him, but Trevor Lawrence, I think he's a better quarterback that, than Jalen Hurts. Just when it comes to reading defenses and, you know, the ability to place the ball certain Kirk places. Cousins. Cousins, absolutely. Um, what quarterback was I going to tie this back to? That's the same oh. thing I've said with Lamar, but. I'll I'll let you cook and then I got yeah okay I have a certain quarterback I okay have smoke for not smoke but <laughs> an opinion on to say. okay fair enough uh I've talked about this with Joe DeZazzo and I was always like I would take jo- Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts is in this conversation which is why I'm bringing him up I would take Lamar Jackson in the top five top six even though he's not an elite quarterback like just being like a drop back but I think decision. Lamar is he's becoming. He has become it. If you're he, talking rookie Lamar, that's one no. Of that's what we were. I was talking about a couple of years ago. Like he had, he's become it. You can see the way he rolls out of the pocket. He's not just looking to take off. He's looking to throw. But at the time, a few years back, even close to his MVP season, I was like, I, he's a top five football player, mm-hmm. and I want the ball in his hands as much as possible. So that's why I was going to take him there and let him develop as a thrower. Because naturally he's gonna he's gonna complete sixty five percent of his passes because a lot of them are gonna be open because defenses are so scared he's gonna run for fifty yards. So like even Lamar, then let him progress. Lamar's be one thing though because a he was he was drafted to a class organization of course. But Lamar always wanted to be that quarterback. He was always willing to put the work in to yeah. where he could be what he is today. Yes. Whereas I'm not necessarily sure that was the case with Fields. Again, Fields is improving, but I think there's a lot of people who just look at Lamar and say. Okay, if we draft a quarterback who's athletic, mm-hmm. he can put the work in and be Lamar. When it's not really the case, you know, and this was the same thing with Mike Vick before him, where, you know, Mike Vick had to put in the work. And obviously everything that happened between his uh Falcons and Eagles didn't happened. And, you know, of course. We we took we got some prime years of Michael Vick taken away from us. But, you know, in Lamar's case, I don't think every quarterback can do that. No. You know what I mean, no. and Fields again, Fields has proven that he is. Like he's absolutely capable of putting the work in, and he can throw a touch now, and he's he's obviously rating defenses mm-hmm. more. Um, but you know, I don't think I think Lamar's a one of one example because he's yeah. you know he's got the work ethic of a Tom Brady or someone like that. He he, if Lamar had it his way, he would be Tom Brady, and then would only run when he absolutely had to. Yeah. Kind of thing, so you, you but, know, I notice that sometimes, like I feel, I feel Lamar could have a thousand yards rushing this season at this point. He has seven eighty six, but there's just a lot of times where, as of late, he's been rolling out of the pocket and waiting, waiting instead of just taking off and getting eight yards. He's waiting for that fifteen yard completion to open up down the field. And before I felt he was doing it, trying trying to show that like I can be a quarterback. I think he's doing it now because that's just his play style. Like he's able to just extend plays, and then when he has to run, he can give you thirty yards. He can get you forty yards. Get you a first down whenever you need it. But, and I think Jalen Hurts to what we were talking about. I think Jalen Hurts has some of that in him, 
to not the same extent as Lamar, but he just does. Jalen's great because he does what you need to win, whatever it takes. Like not many quarterbacks I feel are going to do the brotherly shove eight, nine times and just get beat up by offensive, by offensive, defensive linemen, linebackers and everything. Jalen kind of just does what he needs to do to win. And I think he's a great football player in that aspect. He absolutely is. Uh, I do think he would look much different than the talent that's around him. But you can say that about a lot of quarterbacks. Um, I do think, like, I've made the comparison from him to Russell Wilson early on because they had a ton of talent on both sides of the ball those first three, four seasons of Russ's career. And uh, I definitely think Russ is probably a better all-around quarterback Mm -hmm. than Jalen is right now. Yeah. Again, that's no knock on Jalen. I do think Jalen's good, obviously. I picked him to be MVP before the season. But I do think he has a lot of room to grow. And that's the and that's the scary part. He's around that top six conversation and has a lot of room to grow. That's either the scary part or showing how bad the like how bad the quarterback crop is when you go down the line more. You're top of the line, it's top of the line, but once you get by that. Mm-hmm. But you said you had smoke. You had smoke for somebody. I don't know if it's smoke necessarily, but I do look with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Why do we I don't understand why he would just automatically right now, as we sit going into week 17, why we can all just sit here and crown him the best quarterback when he hasn't looked that way at all this season. Um, I think it would be more than fair if we want to put Lamar up there. I think it would be more than fair if Burrow was still healthy if you put Burrow up there ahead of Patrick Mahomes because he's not elevating his receivers. If this is week eight, give him that pass. We are two, three weeks from the playoffs. Looks like he'll be playing in the first round this year. Yeah. Looks like he will. Actually, I think they're statistically eliminated from getting their one seed. So oh, they absolutely definitely are. be playing in the first round. They're not statistically will, eliminated from losing the division. If they, lo- if they lost, I don't think they will. But if they lost the next two and the Raiders win the next two, the Raiders get the division, by the way. So they're not actually like locked to win the division as of right now. I would, I would bet that they do, of course. But Yeah, so... And his supporting cast isn't much different from last year. What it's they the wanted. same thing. It's Rasheed Rice and for Juju Smith-Schuster, and Rasheed Rice has been better than what Juju has been for the most part. Juju made some plays in the Super Bowl, but otherwise Juju wasn't great. The only thing, Travis Kelsey's gotten a little worse, but other than that, pretty much the same thing. Yeah, and I mean, we know well and good, you know, being Patriots fans, that Tom Brady would have had or has had less uh, help than what Mahomes has now. Like, he's had receiving cores that were... Kimbrough, Tonkins, Aaron Dobson and the crew, yeah. <laughs> Even his last one that he won with, uh, his last one against the Rams. I think Julian that was, like, Edelman Chris Hogan and, and... Julian, I mean, like he that. made he made Chris Hogan into, like, an actual person. Yeah, I was going to say, an actual person. Danny Amendola, who was okay with the Rams became Danny playoff. And again, that's a testament to those receivers. And Amadola is one thing. Amadola would be successful yeah. in a lot of people's that's, teams. That's but... a testament to those guys too, because they do put in the work, but that's also Tom. That's Tom yelling at him. That's Tom working with them. That's Tom being a leader and may elevating the people around him. And not that Mahomes can't do that. He just hasn't done that to the level that he needs to this year. Well, I would say this, like, well, at least in Brady's offense and McDaniel's offense, it was built on, route running it's built on precision it's built on timing and whatever you know chiefs they seem to be built on like deep balls and stuff and maybe it's not quite tyree kill and maybe these guys have nowhere near the reliability but like you said a lot of these names are people he's played with for three four seasons Mm -hmm. there's no reason for him to be as off as he is 
No, uh, I agree. You know, if the Patriots have a better quarterback or if the Patriots, you know, they had a couple calls go against them, not to just bring up the Pats, but I mean, they very well could have lost last game as well as this game this week. Yep. And they could not. They struggled to move the ball 30 yards against the Raiders. And don't think other teams don't see that. Uh, I think this is a first round exit just waiting to happen for the Chiefs. And uh, I don't know. I think there's a larger conversation to be had about Mahomes. And I don't think he's not elite. That's not what I'm saying. Of course, he's elite. He's a made man. He's a Hall of Famer if he retires today. But is he still the best quarterback in the league at this moment? I would take Josh Allen over him. I would take right now Lamar Jackson over him. I think that's fair to say. He he gets it baked in of what he's done in the past that he gets like a pass. And a lot of people, what you'll hear is like, Patrick Mahomes is not really playing well, but these receivers are not getting open. These receivers are not creating separation. These receivers are not, uh, they're dropping balls. Uh, Travis Kelsey's taking a step back. They're doing Mahomes a disservice with all this stuff. And that's fine. And that's dandy. And that's cool. But they won the Super Bowl last year. They averaged 29 points a game this year. They're averaging and the defense 20. is better. And the defense is, the defense is much better. They're averaging 22 points a game this season. Uh, last year, they had 61 total touchdowns. This year, they have 42. Like, they they just are much worse than what they already are, than what they have been. One, you can blame the front office a little bit because, like, I don't know why you thought this receiving core was going to just continue to try to elevate. Two, you blame Mahomes, Andy Reid, Kelsey, because sometimes, obviously, it can be fun. Obviously, it can be think, but sometimes it almost feels when you're watching, you don't know what happens behind closed doors, but how it happens, they sometimes can lack the disciplinary aspects of it. Mahomes is starting to get on people. Like he was yelling at the offensive line during the game, like, we've got to block better. Travis Kelsey's throwing helmets. Like they don't seem to know what's going on. And you just haven't seen that from a Mahomes led. I think they know what's going on. I think they know they don't have it. Well, more so, like, they don't know why they. They don't know how why they can't fix it because they feel like just him and Kelsey and Mahomes should be able to fix it. And the loss of the enemy, I just want to say, means more than I think people would probably give it credit for. I think that Maybe. that matters. Maybe that might be the case, but you know we talk all the time about Belichick and how he's the best defensive mind mm-hmm. of all time, of course, and how he could. I think I said what me put me you and Tim on the defense and he'll find it way to make a team, you know, hold a team to under 17 points, <laughs> under 20 points, right? Uh, I don't know if Andy Reid's the best offensive coach of all time, but he's definitely the best offensive coach of the last 20 years. To me, you've got to figure it out with Mahomes and this receiving core. I can't put it on the front office because you just want a Super Bowl with this team. I can blame the front office for saying some stuff like, oh, Kadarius Tony's going to be our number one going into the season. That's insane. Anybody who was a Giants fan or anything will tell you you know a football that's watcher um yeah football watcher exactly <laughs> but yeah you gotta put some blame on Mahomes. i would say yep. the majority of it's got to be andy reek so you got to find a way to get your guys open sure but kyle shanahan's scheming guys open i'm not i'm not trying to make it seem like kyle shanahan, shanahan doesn't have talent but kyle shanahan scheming people open sean mcveigh scheming people open andy reed last year seemed to scheme people open so like i don't like people were open like they made plays they were making catches like somehow this same receiving core hasn't made plays this season like uh, did they all just get that worse i think the league's caught up i think you know Mm -hmm. i think the league's seen where they're vulnerable i think you can send pressure at Mahomes and not really worried about guys getting deep uh 
it seems like Valdez Scantling can once in a while get deep. But yeah. By and large, I think just can't get the type of explosion that they want. That's fine, but like 16, 17 weeks in, you got to find an alternative to you know, be able to move the ball, even if it's just eight yards at a time. They are genuinely struggling to move the ball at all. At all. Like the Raiders had them like in hell yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so the Raiders scored. I think six offensive points and won the game because they had back. Aiden O'Connell wasn't even completing passes. No, the, <laughs> the Raiders' offense looked worse than the Chiefs' offense. And the fact of the matter, like, Z- Zamir White ran for 145. A lot of it was on those last two carries where he went for, like, 60. Who are they matched up with in the first round right now? The Chiefs, they're the three. They'd be matched up with the six. I think that would be... Uh, Buffalo, I think, is five. Let me check real oh, quick. It's Buffalo. I was going to say, let me check real quick because I'm not 100% sure, but it might just be Buffalo. And if that's the case, it could be Curtains because this Chiefs team is just not great. Like, the you Browns know. are better. Like, actually, I think it is the Bills because the Browns are the five. I very much think it, they are matched up right now with the Bills, and it could just be Curtains. So, <laughs> like, it might be might be closing time real early for this Chiefs team. Yep, as of right this moment, it is the Bills, the three seeing the six. The Jags would be playing the Browns, and that's cupcake for the Browns right now. <laughs> like, to me, I'm not going to lie. The Browns are the third best team in the AFC right now. I would put third or fourth. Um, I would have the Ravens. I'd have fine to have the Dolphins. And then it'd be Bills Browns. I would probably go Bills just for the Josh Allen factor and then the Browns. But the Chiefs are fifth to me right now. And the reason why they're not lower is because then you got the Jags, the Steelers, the Bengals, the Texans, the Colts. Like there's not much at they're like decent, all decent teams after that. So you have to I would elevate the Chiefs above them just because their defense is really good and Mahomes has been good in the past, but I do agree with you in the sense of people give Mahomes like it's here and then it's everybody else. Like it's Lamar Burrow, Josh Allen are in the same conversation. Like I would say right now, they're in the same conversation with Mahomes. That's, I understand. If you have Mahomes as one, I get it. But like they're around the same conversation. Like they all change the game phenomenally in different ways. Mahomes should be elevating the lesser guys on his team. And I'm not seeing that enough. Uh, and I think, you know, because people want to see me compare him to Tom Brady. That's what Tom Brady was best at. You could put him with anybody in the NFL and he's going to elevate them. And I think, and I, I don't, I cl- we clearly don't know what practice in Kansas City is like every day. But that's what practice does, I believe, how how serious Tom Brady I think, I think took we do, practice. Though, I think we do just because they didn't make really any moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they clearly felt they had enough to win. Yeah. So that's why, to me, I've you know I've anchored this position towards Mahomes, but I really think it's more on Andy Reid. Yeah. To me, this is an Andy Reid thing. Uh, I would like to see Mahomes be better. I yeah, mean, he's making scram- dumb decisions, and we saw him scrambling more yesterday. But he's been missing throws too, easy throws. And I, I saw one in particular yesterday. I think it was Rice, where it was a zone defense. Mm-hmm. I think Romo said like, "Oh, we could have sat down right there and got the ball." But it really looked like Mahomes kind of missed him to me. It looked like he threw it behind him two or three yards. Uh, he looks rattled to me. And he has reason yeah. to be rattled, but I just think it's a conversation. I th- I, it's an uncomfortable conversation for a lot of people who are love Mahomes because I don't feel like he really ever gets blamed for anything. I agree. Like, 
there's a few quarterbacks in the league who doesn't who don't get blamed. Josh Allen's up and down. It depends on who you're talking to. Some people, Josh Allen can't do any wrong. Some people, Josh Allen can't do anything right. Uh, Justin Herbert doesn't really get any blame because people just like, people only talk about him when he's doing good. And when he's not doing good, they just won't talk about him. They'll only blame Brandon Staley as if Justin Herbert's not supposed to be. Herbert gets absolved of blame. Probably more, probably more than Mahomes. Oh, well, more than Mahomes for sure. Like Herbert, Herbert definitely should get more of the blame. We understand Brandon Staley's there, but he should get more of the blame a hundred percent. And then someone like Lamar, at any point you can blame him. He's gonna get blamed for it. Like if Lamar has a bad game next week, they'll probably have on the bat on the headline like, "Is Lamar Jackson gonna be able to like? Is he really the real deal or something along those lines?" You'd, to me, you could put not to cut you off. You could put good. you could put whoever around Lamar, and I think he's gonna be successful. He hasn't had a ton of weapons. This is the best offensive core he's had. Oh yeah, his whole career. Zay Flowers is his right now his best offensive weapon, and no one's. Zay Flowers is nice. He's got some speed. He's got some explosion, but no one's writing home about Zay Flowers being like elite yet. Like he's got, yeah, he's he, got, he, he probably will be. He, he could, he definitely be. could be because he's got, he's got burst. He's got explosion and he can make plays. He can get open in tight windows. So definitely he, he's a, someone who you could trend forward to be like, okay, that's a real viable option. That could be a real number one, but like, otherwise it's been Mark Andrews, Marquise Brown a few years back. And that's it. Bateman's cool. Odell's starting to come back, which I think is going to help them out going forward, but that's only been a season. And then other than that, it's just been. What's his name? That was balling out right now. Back up to DeMar- uh, Isaiah likely. Isaiah. Yeah. Isaiah likely. He's, he's becoming a real player for them. Yeah, He's uh, athletic. Like, he's more athletic than Mark Andrews. So you can throw him screens and he can take off on those screens. Reminds me of Martellus Bennett. So yeah, you got to look out for the Ravens there. Had we done our picks last Thursday, you, myself and Tim, mm-hmm. I would have said my Super Bowl right now, as of last Thursday, it would have been Niners bills. Mm-hmm. Now I'm leaning more t- back towards Niners Ravens, but this this was my Super Bowl. Like as of last week, this has still continued to be my Super Bowl. I think, to be honest with you, right now, the best chance to to knock off the Forty ers in the NFC to me is the Cowboys. But again, I don't trust it. Like for like, I just think the way the Eagles' defense is right now, they can't match up. I agree. Because I don't think anybody in the NFC can match up. No, they the can't because, like, as the Eagles can get home with four, they don't have the talent at the quarterback, defensive backs to do what the Ravens did. If they can't get home, it's it's good night. Anyone anyone's throwing on them. Sam Howell's throwing on them, and he got benched last week. Like Tommy DeVito, like kind of, like obviously Tommy DeVito really didn't throw on him this game, but um, Tyrod. Tyrod Taylor threw on him so like they the eagles to me right now they need to retool a little bit and i feel like just uh, jalen hurts needs to get healthier to be the cowboys because i don't think the lions have the remotely the defense for it and then in the afc it would be the ravens one the bills two and the browns three i think the browns can match up defensively i don't know if joe flacco is going to be on this heater that he's on right now offensively because if he is then they could do something they could do something odd. Then the Bills, defensively, they've been playing well. They've gotten 
used to not having some of their weapons, Tredavious White, so on. But offensively, they realized that we can run the ball. So James Cook is running the ball. The 49ers have been around f- allowing people five yards to carry over the last few weeks. And the games that they've typically lost, it's because they can't stop the run as much and they're getting overpowered at the line. I think the Bills could do that to them. So those would be the, t- the Ravens and Bills would be the two teams for me right now. Unless Mahomes tries to have some Herculean, like five touchdown effort. And you can't, I guess, like, I'm counting it out. I can't say you can't count it out. I'm counting it out. If he does it, he shocks me, but I'm counting it out. Yeah, I'm off the Chiefs. I'm all the way off the Chiefs. Yep. Give me the Ravens and the Bills in the championship game. Yeah. Give the Dolphins a slight chance to get there, but I would have the Browns out of them. My top three would be Ravens, Bills, Browns. Browns. The way the Flacco's playing right now, I absolutely think the Browns could do something. Be a little tough for the Browns on the road. That defense doesn't play as well at, on the road as it does at home, but in a one game situation, still going to deal with they Miles can, Garrett. I was about to say, they can argue they have the best player. Offensive, defensive, doesn't matter every single game they play in Miles Garrett. So when you have someone that elite, you feel confident going into games. But For sure. And I agree with you in general on the Cowboys. Cowboys probably do match up the best with the Niners. Mm-hmm. I just think, I mean, come on. It was all on a platter for them on Sunday. I know it was Randy. I know it was in Miami. But you got to win that game coming off the last few weeks that you've had where people are really starting to give you expectations you got to win that game. And it was good for the Dolphins, and it's almost unfair for me to discount the Dolphins and have them behind the Browns. But really, that was the one win they needed. Uh, they were essentially the same team, just different conferences going into that game, Dallas and Miami. They hadn't really beat anybody good. You know, Dallas obviously beat the Eagles a couple of weeks ago, but, you know, that was, that was each of their times to shine. And, you know, Dolphins won by the skin of their teeth. but And they didn't play great. I don't know. I, st- I still give the Eagles a chance in the NFC, yeah. though, is where I want to come back to. That's fair. Not to get out of the NFC, but I could very well see them in the NFC Championship game. I could very well see them losing in the first round, especially if they got oh, the Rams or someone like that. NFC Championship game, yes, they could get there. They can beat Dallas. They can beat Detroit. Beating the 49ers, I think Dallas has a better chance of doing that right now. But they could get there. They could definitely get there. I just think they would lose. And I'm not sure it's close, to be honest with you. I really don't know if it's close right now. Uh, and what what I felt the this game, the Ravens to the 49ers is last week, is what the Dolphins to the Ravens is this week. In the sense of, my opinion's not going to change on the Ravens now if they lose this game. I still would no. have, I still have them as the favorites in the AFC. I still think they're going to be definitely the one. They're going to the AFC Championship game, in my opinion. I'm shocked if they don't. It would depend but, on how they de- lost. And it depend like they can't get blown out. If the Dolphins won wire to wire, that would that would change my opinion on each team more yeah, so the Dolphins but, than the Ravens. But my but what I was saying was like last week to me the forty as we say right now that loss for the 49ers didn't really change your opinion on like oh the 49ers I'm not sure if they can do it. Brock Purdy is he going to hold them back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hold them back. It but, only changes my opinion in the hypothetical rematch in a super yeah you you now have confidence that the ravens could possibly do it again but um but getting to the super bowl and playing great football in the nfc Mm. no and but for the ravens it gave you more confidence like oh this team is for real this team really feels like they could do something if the dolphins beat the ravens especially if they play wire to wire better football i will have faith that the dolphins can get to the super bowl and 
that would be a light show offensively because the one thing that I do think the Dolphins have that's always an X factor is Tyree Kill. And Tyree Kill changes the entire game because You can take Tyreek away though. You you can you can so but it's you can just take away the explosion. You, you can, can give him underneath. Yeah, you can give him underneath, but that's the one thing that I've never that I don't fully get. And that's this is also another reason why Brady's the GOAT to me. All game, I don't care if I'm mentioning Brady too much. Take a shot for it. But all game, if he has to throw six yard completions and can't stretch the ball down the field, he will do that. He will go forty of forty five. I'm obviously not this exact forty of forty five for two twenty. And you're like, 40 completions, only 220 yards, but it's what you needed to do to win. Like, Mahomes at some point feels like, I just got to push it down the field. Josh Allen, same thing. And, like, Tua feels kind of the same way where he's like, I've got to get this ball down the field, even if it's not just to get those explosive plays because that's what gets people rolling. But It's a little different because I think those offenses are designed to be vertical, especially I just the think, Chiefs more than the Dolphins. Yeah, I just think that they should not be. Like, I guess I like Tua, that's a construction. Like You should have underneath guys. I think Tua gets impatient and will gun it down. Otherwise, yeah. they do have stuff where you can go underneath. Oh, they do. They the just Chiefs, don't. That's the, the Chiefs problem. are built to go 10, 12 yards plus down the field, and mm-hmm. I think that's where they're running into trouble, where they should die it down a little. Yeah. Uh, and here's, you know, here's the thing. And I don't necessarily think it's going to happen just because he hasn't looked the same. They very well could just feature Kelsey to death and win a game that way. You know what I mean? They don't seem to be doing that as much. But like you said, he doesn't look the same. So it's kind of hard to see if they're playing possum, mm-hmm. which he, I don't think is can, the case because they need these games. You know, they what do. I, mean? I don't know if they're doing what the Patriots did with Gronk late in his career with the Patriots, where it was like, Weeks one through fifth, like twelve to thirteen, we're gonna pretty much like ease you in, and then from thirteen to the end of the Super Bowl, we're gonna make it so you are now a feature part. But if that's the case, this is the time of year you're supposed to be doing that, and he's not. He couldn't. He got forty four yards last game against the Raiders. I understand the Raiders have been playing good football. Antonio Pierce is doing a really good job there taking over for Gruden but and should get the head coaching job. oh he absolutely should get the head coaching job but that you can't convince me that they're that good that they're that great of a defense I know Max Crosby's that good but their whole defense you can play you can scheme up a lot but if you are if they're, you're that good they're that easy to guard though that's that's the thing yeah hey man we're gonna get these questions answered yeah I cannot wait um Sound like a gunshot somewhere. I'm kind of confused. <laughs> so what's going on outside? But the NFL is a gift that keeps on giving. I say that every week. Um, I really feel like out of the loop because mm-hmm. I really feel like, I don't know, the holidays always feel like a fever dream. Like yeah. no matter what day it is that Christmas falls on, the next day feels like a Monday. So I've been fucked up about that. You know, we were watching the Sunday games at our at our aunts and uncles. So we were like in conversation and watching at the same time. So I don't know. I feel out of rhythm. And that's yeah, my you, phone going off my fault. But no, Kyle's I blowing feel, up, getting <laughs> I feel out of my rhythm. Mahomes, you hear hating on Mahomes too much, Kyle, as if <laughs> this is live. The people heard it. <laughs> Patty heard it. He said my phone, right? Yeah. Uh no, I cannot wait for this week. I think we got a nice Thursday football game which is two days yeah. away. Again, this feels like Monday, but it's actually Tuesday already. Yeah. Um, so I can't wait to get back in the swing of things because holidays always get me fucked up. 
out of schedule. So, yeah, I can't wait for this coming week. It's do or die time once again. Uh, so I can't wait because you know what? Who knows? Maybe Trevor Lawrence comes back and has a baller ass game. I know he's got a sore shoulder. He got taken out of that game. That was the third straight game. He's got an injury. <laughs> Maybe Mahomes shuts me the fuck up and he goes out and shows why he's the best quarterback in the league, allegedly. Um, who knows? And who knows what? Allegedly, <laughs> who knows what the Ravens Dolphins look like? But yep. you know, we'll see. I can't wait. Yeah, that's all you had for football. You said that's that's it for me. That, that's it for me. I, we got NBA coming y'all way. This is fun. I like doing this in person. It's this, been a long ass time. This is our first time nice. in video. The last time we tried to do it in video last year, it malfunctioned. I don't know what that was about. I guess it wasn't meant to be. No. But can't wait for. Our, we might be doing NBA right off. We'll see. We'll see. We're gonna. Have if you a see us in the break. same clothes, that means we did it right off. We're gonna have a little <laughs> snack break and then get back to what I think. But this was the Warner Brothers podcast. Can, can't wait to talk NBA. Yeah, I got a lot of NBA thoughts. I I've, like been forever. I've got too many NBA thoughts. Like this NFL seasons, it's not ever dragging on. I love the NFL, and I'll I would take thirty weeks of the NFL, but it feels like it's dragging on for the only fact that I'm just ready to talk basketball. But NFL's taking precedent right now, of course. Sure. Got Christmas Day games. Got Draymond Green. Got a lot. <laughs> got a lot. Sure. This was the Warner Brothers. Excuse me. This was the Warner Brothers podcast. Mm-hmm. This was Kyle and Keenan. Absolutely. Be back at you a few more times this week. Catch us on Live Take. Me and Keith will be debating NBA, NFL on there. Peace, y'all. Like